0: This is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I think we will see a big performance from both Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid tonight, especially yeah. with all of the things that we have seen go down between these two. Not necessarily personal, but the yeah. fact that it's been Nikola Jokic, you know, winning MVP the year that Joel Embiid had a really good year and he felt like he was kind of jilted there. Then it was Joel Embiid that won it last year, and it kind of felt like Nikola Jokic was jilted there. I tend to think that Joel Embiid is the more petty of the two, but do yes. you think, <laughs> despite the cold exterior that we see from Nikola Jokic, that uh-huh. he's going to want to bring it against the reigning MVP?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I It's interesting their difference in demeanor between these two mm-hmm. guys. So, yes, Joel Embiid seems like the... The more petty of the two, he seems like a guy who would maybe read in this matchup. I think for Nikola Jokic, yeah, he'll want to perform well, but I think his mentality is different. And so we saw this after the NBA finals when he was like, the job is over. Job is done. Time to go home. <laughs> like, I I feel like he has this Serbian mentality, which is, I have to go out and do the best job I can do every single night because this is my job, and that is how I am built, and that is my culture, and this is what my countrymen expect from me, which is to go out and do a great job. And look, different people have different ways of staying motivated. I think if anyone wants to show out more or make more of a point, it will be Joel Embiid. But I feel like if Nikola Jokic comes out and performs well, yeah, maybe there's some extra motivation, but honestly, I think it'll be it's – because it's just who he is. He's just kind of built like this machine where he just goes about it like, I have a job to do, and he'll go out and do it.
0: Right. Uh, And I think your point is proven by Joel Embiid last game. Uh, He missed a few games. Then he put up 41-10 and uh, in his last game back. And this is one of the questions that he was asked was the fact that he's missing games and how does it affect his MVP status? And it felt like he was a little triggered by it. He said, Mm -hmm. I can't control if I get sick. If I get the flu, can't control that. Can't control if my knee's going to swell up. It just happens. So, you know, the goal is to be ready for the playoffs, but I'm ready to be dominant when it gets to that time. And every single team that I play against, I dominate. That's part of his quote. So, do we believe in Joel Embiid uh, when he says that? when he, he's going against another very good big man. I will say that Nikola Jokic, you, you mm-hmm. look at the injury report, he's questionable. I would assume that he plays in this one. I think the yeah. line would be a lot longer, you know, if this was the case. Because the line in this game is four and a half. And I think the narrative on this show is you play the Nuggets when they're at home on the road you think about yeah. it but it's not necessarily as strong of an angle. Philly's been really good at home this year too. 15 and 6 straight up uh against the spread at home 15 and 6 as well. So is Philly the play here for you?
1: I think so. I was going to I was going to lean nuggets because I didn't know if Embiid was going to play, but then he played yesterday. And then now you have to ask yourself the question, okay, well if he's dealing with a sore knee, Do you really want him playing on back-to-back nights? I'm sure he's going to be fine. The line reflects that he's going to play. But I also find it interesting, too, that you miss a handful of games and then immediately you play on back-to-back nights. So I – I guess I would lean Philly here just because Embiid is coming off a monster performance against the Rockets, and Philly has been a wagon at home this season. The Nuggets have not been good away from home, but it does make me worry a little bit based on his injury history and a little bit based on the fact that, again, he was at it yesterday, and you would think if you're the Sixers, you're playing the long game right. You want to be careful with how much you use him.
0: I do think that it is. You look at the team as well, because it's not just those two guys. I think right. for Denver, you look at the Andrew report and how many guys are banged up right now. It's a who's who of the Denver Nuggets when it comes to the question marks. Aaron Gordon, like I said, Nicola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. All of these guys have question marks attached to them. So maybe they play, maybe they don't. But it looks like they are not 100%. So I would be on the Sixers here if I had to play. I think that is the way you lean, especially for Philly playing at home. I know back to backs can be a little tricky, but at least they are playing in Philly. Next up, let's go to Phoenix, the Suns and the Kings swearing off, where we have Phoenix, five and a half point home favorites, total of 243 and a half in this one. Jinx, I feel like the Suns are not a team that we love betting here on the show. Mm-hmm. They certainly have great potential when the big three are playing together, but it has seemed very few and far in between. So this line has moved. Now it's down to four and a half. Clearly some money coming in on Sacramento. Are you mm-hmm. willing to trust the Suns at home?
1: <sighs> no, I'm not at all. I... Here's the thing with the Suns. At some point, they have, they have a very high ceiling, and we know they have a high ceiling because the odds bear that if you're looking at NBA futures, and now we're seeing the big three starting to play together. But I don't think the, the big three, even though they've gotten some experience now, I haven't been that impressed. So what? They played four games together. Okay. They lost to the Grizzlies. They got crushed by the Clippers. They beat the Lakers and the Blazers, yeah. does that really do anything for you? I don't know. I want to see how the Kings respond. Now, they're 12-7 and seven against the number this season when playing away from home. That's the second-best mark in the league. But I want to find out how they're going to respond after Mike Brown lost his mind a couple days ago against the Bucs. Did you see this? Where he was so angry, he got kicked out of the game, chased after a referee, and then after the game, he brings out his computer and, and gives the press an entire lesson he's playing a video and explaining why he was upset and how the nba needs clarification on whether if you have your hands up and you're a defender or if you have a hand down and you're a defender what is the call they're going to make because he's saying that they're calling it different ways and he's of the opinion I was told if both hands are up, then you are defending in the right way. You're not touching an opposing offensive player. So we went back and forth, back and forth. I don't know how his team is going to respond, even though he was really upset about that. But to me, this is more about not being able to trust the Suns until I see more from the big three. So I would lean Kings.
0: I think one of the more underrated matchups in the NBA have been these head coaches against the referees. I think they need some sort of like night court or judge Judy where (laughs) they have a case and they have like a celebrity judge. Maybe it's Shaq or Charles Barkley, either of those guys. And they have the coach like present their case. They have the referee on the other side and they go head to head. I would love that because haven't we seen so many coaches absolutely lose their mind and officiating
1: oh yeah the nba needs to do something i don't know what it is i'm what is the nba gonna do they're not gonna do anything what are they they're gonna let these coaches go off they're gonna drop some big fines on these coaches and it'll just be business as usual they're like the nfl in this respect do you think the nba is going to come out with sweeping changes to how basketball games are officiated no they're not They're just going to say you can't knock the refereeing and what you need to do is you need to come out and you need to keep your mouth shut and respect the game and respect the officials. What did that one guy on Twitter try to tell us? It was so dumb. After the Toronto-Los Angeles game and... His point was the reason why that the Lakers were getting all the calls is that these referees have an inherent bias against Canada. And so when oh, they yeah. see these two teams I was like, oh my god, I don't dude, please get off the conspiracy theory. We we see bad games called all the time in the NBA. So ultimately, I would say that nothing's going to change this is just business as usual and then in two weeks you know the news cycle works everyone will forget about this and everyone will move on
0: yeah um that's a that's a weird one i don't think anybody Mm -hmm. has an inherent bias against canada like i think other countries maybe like i think I have like maybe an inherent bias against like european countries maybe because of years of watching the ryder cup but canada it feels like they're kind of on our team Maybe not, and maybe I'm completely in the wrong here, but an inherent bias? I did not understand that one. Uh, But as far as the Kings and the Suns go, I will say there is one matchup maybe to keep your eye on, and that Mm -hmm. would be the Kings' defense has not been great at defending shooting guards. And what do the Suns have? They have some really good shooting guards. The Kings are giving up the eighth most points to opposing shooting guards. Again, they're a a team that in general, gives up a lot of points. So maybe that's just kind of built Ooh. in the handicap there. Uh, but not a great matchup when you're going against the likes of Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. And I know Devin Booker is a point guard. But still, if you're not good at defending the perimeter, probably not a great matchup when you're going against the Phoenix Suns on the road. And then finally, show darlings. The Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> are squaring off against the Clippers. Clippers laying five and a half. I'm seeing a majority of the money on the Clippers here Jenks do you like the Thunder
1: yeah I do I think <laughs> I just I, Real I, don't,
0: convincing. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't like the slate today I don't like the slate today in the NBA so I don't want to touch this game at all because you're talking about a a Thunder team which is the best covering team in the NBA and then B You're talking about a Clippers team that has been on an absolute roll since they started putting everything together. Matt is saying in the chat that SGA was a game-time decision yesterday. So, okay, that's something to absolutely keep an eye on. Obviously, if he doesn't play, you roll with the Clippers and lay the five-and-a-half here. But for me, it's hard to go against a team in the Thunder if SGA does play that has been such a moneymaker for us this season. So in this spot, 10, 6, and 1 against the number, again, best team against the spread in the NBA. This is going to be, I think, hopefully SGA will play just from a viewing perspective, and it'll be a fantastic game to watch. But I gotta tell you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not crazy about the NBA schedule today. I got a few dubs in the NBA last week I felt good about, but <laughs> one thing I don't want to do when the NBA schedule or these games can get crazy is just sort of Lean or throw out a bet when I don't feel strongly about it.
0: Well, see, you don't have an inherent bias against Canadians because SGA (laughs) is Canadian. He is from Toronto. So, see, point proven. Maybe not all Americans are against him. Uh, But I would imagine that's why we're seeing a lot of money come in on the Clippers because is there somebody? Well, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, is there anybody who means more to their team? Uh, there are probably a few guys in the NBA, but still, SGA is a huge part of what the Thunder has been doing because he's the point guard, because he's averaging over 30 points a game. So, he—if he's out—I can totally see why you wouldn't want to back the Thunder tonight, even though they are the show, darling. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.